This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3408 for Wednesday, the 25th of August 2021. Today's show is entitled Composting. It is hosted by Rowan and is about six minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is inspired by episode 3157. Rowan describes his experience of learning to compost. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. This episode is inspired by HBR episode 3157, entitled Compost by Klaatu. During the early 2000s, I lived in a single-family home which had a number of oak trees around it. Between the trees, other foliage, and grass, there was a large amount of yard waste. While my city, Baltimore, Maryland, in the U.S., will pick up your yard waste if you put it in bags by the curb, I would use the oak leaves as mulch, and did have a mulch pile of leaves and other yard waste. At the time, I thought about composting food, but there was a there was a big issue with rats in Baltimore, and I didn't look into ways to compost. I just knew I couldn't randomly mix it into my mulch pile. I'm currently living in a different house, without any oak trees and not as much yard waste, particularly since we hire someone to mow the grass every couple weeks. After listening to the compost episode, I was inspired to look into the best way to do it, and given... My, given my current le- living situation. The first thing I did was to look and see if there are any laws against composting in Baltimore City. The rat problem is big enough that the city purchased and distributed a large green plastic trash bin to every physical mailing address in the city. This is the bin you are required to use when putting out your trash. Given the situation, I wasn't sure it would be legal to do composting in your backyard. Much to my surprise, it is not only legal, but the city website has a webpage on it, How to Compost, and just recently started a pilot program for food scrap drop-off with seven locations around the city. I have references to these websites uh, in the show notes. After determining I wasn't going to be a scofflaw, I went to the internet to see what kind of bins are available for purchase. While Klaatu gives great suggestions for low-cost composting bins, I wanted something that would look nice sitting out on a shelf for uh, for for a small inside bin. Uh, I found the Utopia Kitchen Compost Bin. The bin is made of stainless steel and has a volume of 1.3 gallons, 4.9 liters. The lid is rounded and has a series of holes around the top. The inside of the lid holds a circular-shaped charcoal filter. The combination of holes and charcoal filter capture any odors generated by the food. It works amazingly well, and even with onion scraps, you need to stick your nose to the holes and inhale deep to smell anything when the lid is closed. It holds three to seven days' worth of food scraps, most of which end up being coffee grinds. We've had this bin for ten months, and the charcoal filter is still effective. There are replacement filters available for this bin, but you could also cut other charcoal filters to fit inside the lid. Uh, given the potential and up, 
uh, rat and other small critter issues, I wanted the main outside composter to be fully enclosed and pre preferably not sitting directly on the ground. A quick search brings up a number of options, both composters that sit on the ground and ones that are tumbler style, which hang on a frame. I went with the tumbler style compost bin. This provides the desired, the desired feature of not being on the ground and has the added advantage of making it easy to turn the compost every second or third day just by rotating the bin slowly for three or four turns. I purchased the FCMP Outdoor IM4000 Tumbling Composter. The composter is octagonal shaped is an octagonal shaped column with two chambers inside it. This allows you to fill one chamber while the other side is finishing the composting process. There are also aeration holes for each chamber which can be opened to different levels to moderate the amount of moisture. The combined volume of the two chambers is approximately 37 gallons, 140 liters. So far I've been very happy with this combination. I just emptied a chamber for the third time. I do have a bit of an issue with compost being overly damp. I've mixed in some drier yard waste in from time to time, and that does help, but I've had times when parts of it get a little slimy. I've also run into issues with flies and other bugs living in the chamber for a while, but generally I don't see them outside of the composter, just when I open the door to add more material. Not ideal, but not so bad that I did anything about it so far. I've also found certain things do take extra time to compost, and usually need some manual help to break down. Pits of mangoes and avocados in particular, along with corn cobs, take a long time to break down. They do start to compost and are easy to crumble in your hands, but keep their basic shape for a long while. Eggshells don't really break down, as Klaatu mentioned, but they do become very brittle and I crumble them up manually along with the pits and corn cobs. Another issue I have found with damper compost, particularly in cooler months, it doesn't heat up enough to decompose the seeds of some plants. This ended up being a pleasant surprise this summer after mixing in the first batch of compost in our little herb garden during the spring. We now have a combination of plum and medium-sized tomato plants and some kind of squash plant growing in it. If you don't want random plants growing in your yard or, or flower beds, do be careful when composting plants with seeds. While it takes a little extra effort, composting does reduce the amount of garbage you are sending to the dump and does reduce the smell of your kitchen trash bin. It also gives a rewarding feeling as you watch the material break down into rich dirt and then mix it into your garden or yard. I, rem I recommend giving it a try and posting your experience as another episode of Packer Public Radio. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.